Hi everyone, this is Wesley Town. Thanks for joining me today. Welcome to Better Days Season 2. Hope is an appealing word, especially to someone who is living through suffering or anxiety or depression or any other form of suffering. How we define and explain hope is crucial. This is so important to those who listen to our communication about the concept of hope. I pay close attention to how the concept of hope is framed in the Christian space. Here are some of the versions of hope that I hear taught. One version of hope that I hear often is what I call rah-rah hope. This type of hope is like a cheerleader trying to make you feel better about your situation or cheering for things to get better in your life. Another version of hope that I hear often is what I call militant hope. This type of hope is loud and conquering. It conquers and overshadows all pain and suffering in the present. People say, Jesus won, so you win. You are conquering over your suffering. Another version of hope that I hear is what I call be tough hope. This type of hope is hyper-masculine and leaves no room for struggling or honest emotions in the midst of suffering. In other words, because we have hope, we need to get up every day and be tough and be strong for Jesus. But what if the weekly cheerleader hope does not help our everyday life? We may feel great on Sunday, but not so great Monday through Saturday. So we need our weekly hope fix because we think that hope is a weekly cheerleading session for our soul. What if our present suffering is real and present, and hope is not conquering over our present suffering? What happens if we're struggling, feel weak, broken, and weary, and don't have the be tough mentality? What if we weep over our brokenness? What if we can't sprint or even jog, but only have the strength to take one step in front of the other? I want to give you a few thoughts about hope that I believe are truly helpful for people experiencing suffering or a mental health condition. Sometimes our definitions or explanations of hope are lacking. We need to look at hope in its full spectrum, which should always include our present human condition. So here's some thoughts. Honest hope is the term I use to explain hope from the Bible. I will explain what that means in just a few short minutes. Hope means that we look forward to something with some reason for confidence. Think of it like this. When you were a kid, you had confidence that your mom or dad was coming home from work every day around 5 p.m. There was an expectation each day, even though they were not home, because there was a pattern they would arrive some, sometime around 5 p.m. each and every day. So that gave you confidence. That's kind of like God. He's been faithful day in and day out, present, helping us, giving us strength. So we have confidence to look forward to something with expectation. And the reality of Jesus in his coming to this earth and is dying on the cross, and is rising again from the grave, gives us a built-in confidence 
that there is something to look forward to. Another thought, hope is birthed in struggle, pain, suffering, and brokenness. We have hope because there's brokenness. Hope is birthed in our brokenness. We look forward to something, whether it's tomorrow or our future in eternity in God's kingdom, where all things are made right, because we presently feel that all things are not right. And so each and every day, we look for glimpses and moments of hope where God gives us strength, where God shows his presence, where God helps us to see that there are better days ahead. You know, the genuine reality of hope is that our life is valuable and that God is present and redemptive in the midst of suffering. And although life in a broken world can be hard, we do have hope in our faith for better days ahead. The genuine reality that our story of suffering in our present moment can be redemptively used to touch and encourage other people's lives. In other words, we can find purpose and meaning and influence people in our pain also gives us reason for hope. Hope does not exclude grieving and feeling the emotions of suffering. Hope does not mean that we are robots. Hope does not mean that we lose our humanity. Some people believe this about hope. And in some of those explanations I gave you of hope, there's this idea that, you know, we conquer over our sorrows and we don't have to cry. We don't have to weep. We need to be tough. We need to be militant in our hope. Well, I don't think that is the right viewpoint or concept of hope. Because if our humanity and our emotions didn't matter, then we would just be robots. Hope allows for grief and feeling the emotions of suffering. In fact, Jesus was called a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. Jesus was in such agony before the cross that the gospel of Luke says that his sweat became like drops of blood, which was a rare medical phenomenon called hematrodrosis, where somebody was in such agony of spirit, such mental and emotional anguish that literally their capillaries burst and they began to sweat drops of blood. So hope certainly does not exclude grieving and the feeling, the feelings that come along with the emotions of suffering. Hope is something we have confident expectation in, ultimately because of Jesus. And as we zero in on Jesus's life, we learn that he suffered, he wept, he felt the pain of life in a broken world. He was crucified on the cross for our redemption, our salvation. He rose from the grave. He had hope even in his journey of suffering. So much pain, so much grief, so much suffering. But yet, even in the midst of his suffering, he had hope for better days ahead. Jesus died and Jesus rose again. The Bible says death could not hold its grips on him. And that is the center of our hope. The reality, the person, 
the work of Jesus is the center of our confidence. And that's why we can have expectation, not only for tomorrow, but also for all of eternity. We have confidence because of Jesus. Or to put another way, we have hope because of Jesus. Now, back to my first point about how I define hope in the Bible. Honest hope. Honest hope means that we grieve with hope. We don't just grieve without hope. We don't just have hope without grief. We grieve with hope. There's this beautiful and really relatable passage in Romans chapter 8, and it's talking about our present suffering and our future glory. Glory just being a concept that Someday we're going to be on this earth and all things are going to be made right by God and we're going to be with God in this perfect state forever and ever. But right now in the present, we have suffering. And suffering means that we, according to Romans 8, we groan. Creation, the world, all that God created is groaning. And then we too are groaning. But not groaning without hope, we are groaning as Romans 8 says, awaiting the redemption of our bodies. We are groaning with hope. So we feel the burden of pain. We feel the grief. We feel the brokenness, but we still have hope in the midst of the brokenness. In 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 13, the Bible teaches us that we don't grieve like people who don't have God. We grieve with hope because we have God. And maybe you're listening to this today and you're saying, Wesley, I don't have a relationship with God. I don't have that relationship that gives me confidence for tomorrow, for next week, for next month, for eternity. I just want to encourage you. God loves you. And God sent his son, Jesus, to live on this earth a perfect life to die on the cross, to forgive all of our wrongdoing, all of our wanderings, all of our life lived apart from God, worshiping other things other than God. And he wanted that act on the cross to draw our hearts, the greatest act of love to draw our hearts back to a relationship with God through faith in Jesus' sacrifice for our redemption. And Jesus just didn't stay on a cross. He was buried. And then three days later, he rose again. And all of this, the greatest act of suffering, the greatest demonstration of love, so that you and I could have hope, so that we could have this inner confidence in God's presence, in a relationship with God, that there is hope for better days ahead. And so I want to tell all of you, your pain might, may be hard, your grief might be overwhelming. Your struggle with anxiety and depression is so challenging and confusing. And you feel like you're climbing a mountain that has no end, no peak. And you want to feel normal again. I know it is hard. I know it is overwhelming. I've experienced these things in my life. I want to encourage you today. Your life is valuable. Your story is not yet finished. God loves you and there is hope 
for better days ahead in your life. So much love for all of you. I'll talk to you again next week. That's a wrap for today. Thanks again for joining me. This is a new podcast, and I would love for your help to spread the word to bring hope for better days to as many people as possible. You can send a link to your family and friends, post something on your social media, and write a review on iTunes. Thanks for your support. I can't wait to join with you next Tuesday for another episode of Better Days. 